The overconfidence effect is a natural bias toward believing that we're better at something than we actually are. The overconfidence effect can distort belief in the accuracy of a strong memory, estimations of how long it will take to get things done, judgment about our intelligence compared to others, even the reliability of eyewitness accounts. It can sabotage communication during conflict, too. Welcome to The Space Between, a podcast about getting better results from our most difficult and important conversations. The Space Between refers to the figurative terrain between them and us, between where we are and where we want to be, maybe even between who we are and who we want to be when we're in a difficult conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Lenski, and for over two decades, I've been helping people design conversations that sort out conflict and tension in high-priority relationships at work and home. And this episode is titled, Is the Overconfidence Effect Sabotaging Your Communication? I'm leading a mediation training, and the participants are in a mediation role play. In one trio, I notice a man escalating the conflict. I walk over to watch what's unfolding. The man is repeatedly interrupting the woman with whom he's in conflict in the role play. Each time, the mediator scowls at the man. With each scowl from the mediator, the man seems to become bolder, increasing both the volume of his voice and the length of his interruption. I call a timeout. I ask the mediator what he's noticing. His behavior, he replies, gesturing toward the interrupting man, is getting to be a real problem. I would agree with you, I say to the mediator. What have you tried so far to address it? He replies that he's been trying to follow my lowest level of intervention first, rule of thumb. I ask what his low-level intervention has been and if he thinks it's working. Well, each time he's interrupted, I've scowled at him to discourage the behavior, says the mediator. I don't think it's working, though. I may need to go up a level. I ask if he thinks the interrupting man understood what he was conveying. No question, replies the mediator. We made eye contact each time. I ask the interrupting man, if he's noticed the scowls. I sure have, he replies. Then he gestures toward the woman. But I thought the mediator was scowling because of the obnoxious things she was saying. The signal sent, it becomes instantly clear, was not the signal received. Here's a quick exercise. In the following very brief audio, I'm tapping out the beginning of a famous song on my husband's djembe. What song is it? Actor, director, and author Alan Alda does a similar exercise with the audience when he's speaking about science and communication. A conflict resolution colleague, Laura, wrote to tell me about seeing Alda conduct the casual experiment. Quote, he took a volunteer from the audience and asked her to select one of the three songs he had listed on his phone. He directed her, once you have the song in your head, please tap it out. Picture someone thumping on a podium to the melody in their head. She went on for a minute with what sounded to me a little like Morse code. Alan asked her, how confident are you that the audience will recognize this song? She offered 70%. So in her mind, 70% of the audience would correctly guess the song she tapped out. 
He asked the audience, how many of you think you know the song? About 50% raised their hands. He asked a few of them, and each one was wrong, end quote. Laura went on to say that Alda typically sees signal senders with similar or even stronger confidence that the audience will recognize the song. And many in the audience typically believe they do know the song. But their confidence turns out to be disproportionate to reality. All this exercise does a really nice job of illuminating the overconfidence effect, the phenomenon in which our confidence in our own ability is quite a bit greater than our actual performance. Overconfidence in our ability to send a clear signal can create a communication gap we never intend. Overconfidence in our ability to understand their signal can widen that gap further. Sometimes we think we're so abundantly clear that no one could possibly miss the point. My husband, a very articulate college professor, once received a course evaluation in which a student took him to task for never explaining, quote, what the hell an S period A period exam is, end quote. My husband and I stared at that evaluation for a long time before it hit us. S-A exam. S-A exam. My husband had told the class that most tests during the term would be S-A exams, E-S-S-A-Y. Sometimes we think that someone knows us so well, they should know exactly what we mean. This is a particularly insidious assumption in relationships with spouses and partners, parents and children and a source of pain we really could avoid. Our loved ones are not mind readers, and we create pain for ourselves and for them when we expect them to be. Sometimes we think we know them so well that we know exactly what they're saying, even before they've finished their sentence sometimes. There are all sorts of cognitive traps that trick us into certainty about the signal we're receiving, from confirmation bias to reflexive loops and more, and I'll put some links about those in the show notes. What if, instead of running with what we heard, we checked it out first? What if, instead of forging ahead, assuming they get us, we made sure they really did? Checking the signal requires such a small amount of time in the grand scheme of our personal, professional, and business relationships. Oh, and that song I was tapping out, it was somewhere over the rainbow. And in the show notes, I'll put a link to a YouTube video of my favorite version of the song. This episode was brought to you by the Conflict Resolution Toolbox, my new online resource. Reach inside a professional mediator's toolbox to spark breakthroughs, build consensus, and preserve important relationships at work and home. Find out more at conflictresolutiontoolbox.com. Thanks so much for listening. Transcripts of podcast episodes are available at no cost to my subscribers who receive an email each time one is available. Visit lenski.com slash subscribe. That's L-E-N as in negotiation, S-K-I.com slash subscribe.